Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. all night so didn't see any of the games except for i did randomly see a television when mitt romney was on so wow that's uh noted basketball fan mitt romney that's the only thing i saw in basketball tonight he was wearing uh what people believe is a rodney hood jersey but Uh, other options were carlos boozer oh because it's a number five Also, David Stockton and Mo Williams were other options. Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, it was a Rodney Hood jersey this year, and then he got traded. (laughs) Yeah. But Uh, people were, at one point, arguing about whether maybe it was a Mo Williams jersey. (laughs) That would be great. Yeah, it could be a a David Stockton promoted to the Jazz just for the end of the season. Uh, That's like... uh, I mean, is that like wearing, like, having, like, a Pete Rose Jr. Cincinnati Reds jersey? Is like, uh, is there is there a greater, like, father-son talent disparity between, like, like 
of people that made the NBA between John and David Stockton. Yeah. Oh, a greater one? Yeah. Uh, Probably not, but I was thinking it would be pretty funny to have a Jelly Bean Bryant jersey (laughs) instead of a Kobe Bryant jersey. (laughs) You know, go the other way. (laughs) That would be pretty good. It could have been a Devin Harris jersey, too. Um, Devin Harris seems like somebody Mitt Romney would love. I would have seen... See, I think he'd like Boozer. I think it's a Boozer era thing. It also could be a Boozer jersey. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's got to be a boozer, I think. Like, like, why would he have a Rodney Hood except as a shout out to the clan? Oh, you think it's a boozer jersey? I think it's a boozer. Yeah, I actually assumed, I assumed it was a David Stockton actually, because I bet he's friends with John Stockton. Yeah, it's only just that John Stockton has only had that number for like a month. So I mean I wouldn't put it David. past Romney, but I feel like I feel like this is something that like he was given during a presidential campaign. And so like two thousand eight mm-hmm. Carlos Boozer, that's prime uh boozer in the chest. And maybe there's like a Mormon hipster thing that like, uh oh, Mormon, but I got Boozer's jersey. What? <laughs> so quirky. Um it did it did when I first saw it, I was like, this is definitely a surplus jersey that that like Romney's people were like, uh the the, <laughs> the senator to elect needs a a Utah jazz jersey, and they're like, Man, we have really been trying to get rid of these Rodney Hoods. Uh yeah, give him one of those. Mm-hmm. And I could have seen them like putting <laughs> Romney on the back of that in like a rush job. It didn't look nice. On the like, like the letters were way too small. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mitt Romney also yeah, wearing that jersey nice. over a dress shirt, which I would have made fun of more. But uh, I'm a Warriors fan, and they are leading the league in uh, wearing a, a dress shirt under a, a t-shirt. Not not under a yeah. basketball jersey though. A basketball jersey is worse. I mean, the promo T-shirt over the dress shirt Definitely. looks bad, but I can like, I can see how. I mean, you should know. There is no excuse for not knowing that there are going to be promotional T-shirts on your on your chair. Like, if you've ever watched an NBA playoff game, it's not new. Like, prepare. Don't wear a dress shirt. Well, and also, even if you're wearing the jersey, though, you should still be putting the promotional shirt over the jersey. Uh. Yeah, right. I am O. It's it's bullshit Romney was not wearing the the t shirt. Yeah, maybe he just felt like so that also, they the, the Jazz had a whiteout, which is uh also the racial makeup of the crowd at a Utah Jazz playoff game, so they just formalized it with having them all wear white shirts. Right. Maybe um, Romney was like, I'm clearly like the the living embodiment of like just white people in general, awkward, privileged. I don't know. No, he had to wear his custom Romney jersey. <laughs> oh wait, did it say Romney on the back? Yeah, it said Romney on the back. Once they got a oh reverse shot God. later. Yeah. <laughs> Why was it number five then? I think I think it's a surplus Rodney Hood jersey. 
that they put Romney on the back of. Yeah, because they're trying to get rid of every like. <laughs> it's not even like a. Fun, Did they maybe I... have one? Here's a question: Did yeah. they maybe have one that was his first name that said Rodney, and then they oh. just put an M over it? <laughs> I mean, maybe that that maybe that was the the thing. Like, <laughs> Romney Hood. Sign me up. <laughs> he just doesn't um, really listen. But yeah, so I didn't see either of the games tonight. Mm-hmm. I just saw Mitt Romney. And I've been rooting for the Thunder to lose pretty bad all year. Uh-huh. And I gotta say, seeing Mitt Romney kind of made me want the Thunder to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even even all those huckster fracking executives that make up the Oklahoma City who stole them from the city of Seattle still just one shot of Mitt Romney I'm now sympathetic to them ownership stole the Sonics from Seattle but Mitt Romney put Toys R Us (laughs) out of business so yeah right didn't he I think think he put Toys R Us out of business I mean somebody did (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I believe they did. Uh, yes, it was it was Bain Capital. They also bought Guitar Center. So oh prob- no! So Guitar, Guitar Center's, Guitar Center's, probably Center's going out of business. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they will saddle it with debt wow. and then sell off the parts. What a weird! Like people like those stores. Uh, they also did this to KB Toys. That was also a Bain Capital thing. I know. It's Mitt Romney so hates weird. toys. Like... That's the thing. Like, Joy, you, know, you work. <laughs> yeah, Toys R Us actually still has a 15, had a 15% market share. Yeah, like, people like Toys R Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just uh, laden it with debt, and it's crazy. Anyway, he's going to be a senator. Congratulations to Senator Romney from the great <laughs> state of Utah. Um, so I guess we should talk about what happened in that game. Right? Yeah. Um. So first of all, Russell Westbrook. Oh, was shit. in foul trouble the whole game. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Was in foul trouble the whole game, it seemed like? Yeah, he committed four fouls in the second half. So people were... he said he was going to stop Ricky Rubio, and that just involved, like, pretending to hustle well, on defense a lot and uh, kind of fouling him. <laughs> I believe Ricky Rubio was responsible for all five of his fouls, if this is correct. <laughs> uh, like, Rubio drew a charge, he reached in on Rubio. Um, yeah, he said he was going to shut that shit off with Ricky Rubio. And I would say he failed in that mission to shut that shit off. Uh, oh, I guess his his personal goal was to shut down Ricky Rubio. And I don't... I mean, I think he did... It's weird because I think Russell Westbrook, like, really believes that the the stat sheet is the measure of what happens more almost right. than the scoreboard. Because Ricky Rubio, he was four of twelve today. Yeah. Uh, but he was plus twenty two in the game. So Right, but like 
you know, that's not a, a man doesn't care about his plus minus. Yeah. A man cares about how many counting stats he got. So Russell Westbrook did get 23 points to uh, Ricky Rubio's 13. However, uh, yeah, he outscored Ricky Rubio by 10 points, but Donovan Mitchell outscored him by 10 points. So that was wow. not the best trade off. He did get 14 rebounds, though. So congratulations, Russell Westbrook for uh, pulling down a lot of rebounds tonight. <laughs> Good job. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it seemed like, uh, to me, watching the game, it seemed like Oklahoma City was weirdly kind of selling out to stop Ricky Rubio. Like they yeah, would, they would did, collapse on based him. Based on the highlights I saw, it did seem that way. Yeah, yeah, because in a lot of those highlights, you will see Utah guys just spotting up in the corner, and then there's no one near them at all. Um, and I think what right. happened in the th- so so basically Oklahoma City had a lead for a while into the second quarter, and then at the end of the quarter, just got smoked. Uh, and in that time, mm-hmm. Westbrook committed his fourth foul. Uh, but then Utah just started hitting three pointer after three pointer, and Oklahoma City just wasn't did not seem like they were playing very good defense at all. Uh, but also poor offense, right? <laughs> but isn't that kind of what like it seemed like they've been doing all series? Yeah, they shot really badly from three-point range. They were 5 of 26 tonight, so that wasn't good. But also just, it seemed like really half-assed defense. And, uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, they kind of gave up in the fourth quarter. And there was also uh, Joe Inglis. uh, Joe Ingles uh, really feuded with Paul George tonight. They each got technicals called on them at certain points for confrontations like like why is paul george fighting him (laughs) like (laughs) well that just seems like a really weird matchup Uh plus i have seen in person joe ingles blind a man so i would be careful right oh you did george yeah Um, and yeah, Joe Ingles, I think what happened in the third quarter, I'm not sure about this. It looks like Oklahoma city decided that Westbrook should guard him instead because guarding Rubio had gotten Mm -hmm. him four fouls. And that's a worse guy for Westbrook to guard. Like Westbrook at least kind of gets into it when it's, uh, when he's an on ball defender, but when he's supposed to like, you know, chase a guy off the three-point line and contest shots, uh, that's not so much his forte. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> 5 of 11 from three. So, pretty good job shooting the three-point ball. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Utah didn't even, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a very physical game. This is like, that seems like it's just been the story all weekend is all the games are super physical. Um, yeah, it seemed like a lot of fake fights this weekend. Yeah. 
so I guess Utah scored on 11 straight offensive possessions from the last four minutes of the first half and then into the second half, and then they were 15 points up after that. So, yeah, it seemed like guys were, were open a lot. Uh, Jay Crowder was ejected. So, congratulations, Jay Crowder. We're getting two technicals. Ejected. <laughs> Uh, he elbowed uh, Steven Adams in the face. It did kind of look like he wasn't really trying to elbow him in the face, but he hit him pretty hard in the face, and that'll probably get you ejected. Well, maybe he only yeah, got ejected. maybe sense. he only got one technical. Uh, anyway, he got ejected. <clears throat> yeah, it. Um, in general, mm-hmm. I gotta say, it seemed like there were a lot of fake fights this weekend. Right. Oh, oh, tons, tons. Um, you had like Ben Simmons like and James Johnson. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of things like like when the Pelicans and Blazers were squaring off. Um, I couldn't think of like a single person on either team who would be uh, likely to actually fight somebody. Right. Um. Like Ed Davis, maybe. They just don't. They seem like they're. And I'm not saying they don't um, seem tough. They just don't really seem like guys that fight. I mean, to quote Eric Gunderson, though, Zach Collins is from Las Vegas, so I do believe he'll fight. <laughs> just, just because he's from Samstown. He's from Las Vegas. Yeah, like, so that's I'm saying. A, if you are from Las Vegas. You have been in some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's like a casino. Growing brawler. up around there. Yeah, he's like a uh, he's like a casino rat. <laughs> All right. So like Zach Collins he'll do dirty work is what you're saying. Do you think do you think Zach Collins has ever put anyone else's body parts in a vice? Hmm. No, but I think he's seen it. Yeah. He learned a lesson from it, just seeing it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think Zach Collins' uh, game is? Zach Collins is what? What's his casino game? Oh, uh, Pie Gal. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, he's going to be like uh, a... <laughs> but yeah, I guess we should talk about the Blazers being eliminated Well, instead of just Zach Collins. Yeah. Uh, the Blazers were eliminated this weekend, John. I was surprised. I mean, uh, not, not after the first two games. I was not surprised that they got swept, but um, I thought they would win the series and not lose in four straight games. Yeah. Uh, I So did everyone else. Yeah. Um. It turns out uh, Anthony Davis is really good. Yeah, it also feels like before the series started, people weren't even sure that Miritich was going to be like starting and playing a lot of minutes at power forward, I think. And then he just played awesome. Mm-hmm. Like He was blocking shots. and He shot like 55% from three in the series. <laughs> yeah, I mean... No, I'm serious. That's like a real stat. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think that's... I Look... <laughs> It maybe it's wish fulfillment on my end, but for some reason I don't think that's going to happen against the Warriors. 
No, no, it probably isn't. But but Miritich has been <clears throat> good all year. It's like I don't know. And he got out of that abusive relationship, and I think he feels more free, like he can be himself again without Bobby Portis getting in his face. <laughs> Uh, do you think that she were saying you do not think the Pelicans are going to be like continue to be a dominant team? Oh, I didn't say that. I just don't think uh, Nikola Mirotic is going to shoot fifty percent from three. That's probably right because presumably someone on the Warriors will be guarding him, and that will make it a little more difficult. Well, and also he just shot thirty-five percent for the season. Yeah. So, you know, math, you'd think that would go down. <laughs> um, did you feel like the Blazers were having... It seemed like they were having more trouble with their offense as much as, like... I mean, the Pelicans are very tough to stop, but they also just run all the time. And I feel like going into a shooting slump just really exacerbates your problems against the team because they... Runoff rebounds with Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday. I I mean, I don't even know, though, if I'd call what was happening to the Blazers a shooting slump so much as um, there are two guys who shoot on the team, and when you run a pick-and-roll every time with one of them, mm-hmm. and then Anthony Davis is suddenly guarding them, and the guy who set the screen can't do anything... Uh, that's more of the problem. Yeah. I felt like they could have... Um, well, I think I think what Portland... They got kind of Tony Allen in it. Like, uh, the, the <clears throat> Pelicans were, were getting by on just sort of not guarding non-shooters. And as a result, just yeah. blocked a ton of shots and stuff. So I think they probably should have, like, kicked it out to Aminu a little more in the early games, but... I don't know. It was just a... Well, I mean, I... what? It's weird for me to scream for this because I'm the guy constantly yelling about how Steve Kerr doesn't run pick and rolls, but, like, like runs around some screens uh, off the ball. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, the other thing that was happening is that uh, they were... Basically, like, Nurkic could have been posting up a lot more, and it seems like they were not giving him the ball, given that he was not being guarded by a big person most of the time. Uh, I wouldn't want to post up Nurkic. I'm just saying, there were, uh, like... I don't but know anyway, we, we're, like, we're not Dave DeFore here. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. <laughs> let's, yeah. Uh, what do you think is going to happen to the Blazers? I think they will most likely stay put, but the big decision this summer is Nurkic is a restricted free agent. I assume they're just going to match. I don't even know that, like, there's going to be a suitor who really wants, like, like, who's going to, like, really outbid the Blazers. Maybe not. He's only 23. Um I just I just don't necessarily know who that's going to be who decides to you know make a big offer for him. Uh but, so you're predicting more cap hell for the Blazers. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think they're just going to end up running it back and uh 
what do they have? Two more years of Myers Leonard. Two more years of Harkless. I think. I believe Ed Davis is also a free agent this summer. Uh, uh, and possibly hmm. Shabazz. Napier. Ed Davis is. Uh, Ed Davis is kind of good, right? Yeah, I like Ed Davis. I like a lot of the guys on the Blazers. It just seems like yeah, me too. All of them are kind of. No, I, I wouldn't say Dame or CJ are overpaid, but uh, there's just there's a lot of money for guys who are on the bench. Basically, we're on the bench during important things. So, I was going to say the other thing we should probably talk about uh, is: Would you, if you were running the Blazers, uh-huh. what would you do? Well, I think that this is like the worst time to make that decision because they're bummed out about, you know, getting swept in the playoffs. And while they have lost like what, like 10 playoff games in a row, a lot of those were to the Warriors and to, you know, the Pelicans. But I mean, I can't tell if it's like they just had a bad matchup and kind of had a bad week or if they're the Pacific Northwest uh, Toronto Raptors. You know what I mean? Where their two lead guards can be kind of shut down. Uh, Interestingly, Damian Lillard and Kyle Lowry have almost the exact same shooting stats in the playoffs for their careers. They're shooting like (laughs) almost the exact. Yeah, they're both shooting like (laughs) right around 40%, and it's almost on the exact same number of attempts, too. So... You know, that think, is not uh, – that's troubling. Yeah, and so I don't think Portland particularly had a good offense this year either. They just had a pretty solid defense, and I don't know. I think, they, mm-hmm. I think they're going to need to at least sort of rethink what they're doing on offense. But also it's kind of like I don't know what they would really get if they tried to break up the team anyway. Um. I would honestly, if there was a team that really wanted Nurkic, I would probably try to trade him to them. And I might be doing a cap thing that's wrong. I did also say this on the last podcast, but that's the only thing I can think of. Because, like, you're not going to be able to trade Evan Turner or Myers Leonard for anything unless there's, like, a different disappointing player you want. Or if you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. It, it Also, their guys are, like, not unplayable, really. They're just really overpaid. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like... Right. So, I mean, I guess maybe if you traded Myers Leonard for a different guy who was kind of overpaid but was like a better three-point shooter or something. Except Myers actually is a good three-point shooter, so who knows? Uh, he just seems like he needs a different <laughs> place to just live and be. So, you know, I don't, I don't know who else is like... <laughs> emotionally distressed. It doesn't it seem like he could maybe at least be less sad somewhere else. I don't know. Everybody says they want to come back. Like it seems like a fun team to watch. Just uh I don't know. I think I think I just wouldn't I can't think of like an extreme move because it was basically they kind of got screwed by a bunch of signings they made 2 years ago and it's hard to just reset or erase those, you know. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It seems like people really want them to blow it up. Yeah. But it also seems like everyone in the NBA always wants people to blow it up. Right. And, I mean, if they are uh, the Pacific so... Northwest Raptors, uh, it was a good move for them not to blow it up. You, you'd kind of have to right. say, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it still seems like the uh, yeah, fans get pretty miserable got a pretty good playoffs. shot at it. Um, uh, but yeah, do you think do you think Holiday is going to continue to be this awesome in the playoffs too? Or was I mean, this like he's a really always good been pretty awesome? Yeah. Uh, I think probably he'll be yeah. pretty good. I don't know if he'll be. I'll tell you one thing. <clears throat> I'm not looking forward to him. Pointing at JaVale McGee when Anthony Uh, Davis dunks on him. It's going to happen a couple of times, Uh, too. Uh, Also, also, one of the funniest things. I love that he kept doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Great job, Drew Holiday. Uh, Yeah, I would say Blazers. uh, Team's pretty good. You know, make some tweaks. But, like, I wouldn't feel like I needed to break up those guards. No. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, nobody can guard Anthony Davis. Right. But Nurkic especially oh, can't guard it's him. It's so weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know who Nurkic can guard. I mean, he's very big. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, what do you think the Pelicans are doing on their week off? Ooh, okay. So they're they went back to New Orleans because they they don't exactly know when they're gonna start. Um, so they're in New Orleans. We are. Mm-hmm. I think that at least two of them took a fan boat ride. <laughs> Um, I think, uh, yeah. I, th- Go ahead. I think they're eating turtle soup. Ooh, that's pretty good. That sounds not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Has any, what are the, what do they call the, the street dance in New Orleans? Is that called anything in particular? What street dance? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Eh, they'll they have like. <laughs> You can hire a, like a like a, a band to go around and basically do like a mini parade, but it's called something in particular. Anyway, they're not witnessing that. They're not going to do that. Treme, is that is that what Treme is? Maybe that's Treme. Um... Uh, <laughs> do you think Do you think Rondo is still playing Connect Four with people, or do you think he has like yes, one hundred percent? Has uh, he is not. Go ahead. What? Uh, uh, do you think he's solved a Rubik's Cube before? Yeah, oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Rondo solved a Rubik's Cube before. And to, I bet Rondo can do it really fast. I bet he can, too. Yeah, I bet that's something he learned. I also bet he has, <laughs> like, a really specific strategy for Yahtzee. Because he seems like he masters mm. a lot of games that are kind of like... 
not not like the most intellectually challenging, but maybe that you could have like a killer strategy and dominate. Right. Oh, oh, um, oh here's another question. Do you I think bet Rondo's that... really good at thumb war. Oh, that's true. He has really big hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, what's your question? <laughs> oh, I was just uh <laughs> Just think about the games that that he might play. I feel like he would be. Oh yeah, do you think Ray John Rondo plays Monopoly where you put like the money from the fines in the middle and you get it if you go on free parking? I don't think Rondo has the um, the patience for Monopoly. Oh, it's, it takes it's, too long. It takes too long. Yeah, I bet I could see him like there being some secret dust up where. Ray Allen had done all his workouts and prepped like five hours before a Celtics game, and he he asked Rondo if he wanted to play Risk with him, and then Rondo <laughs> realized how long it would take and was just done with him forever. Um. All right, let's talk about the series now. I guess uh, we should probably. Uh, first off, mention that every single prediction we made in our last podcast turned out not to be true. They were terrible. Uh, Lots of teams we said weren't going to win another game ended up winning two games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did think Milwaukee Uh, would win The Washington Wizards are alive. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the Raptors are nervous again. Yeah. Those games have been... Uh, The Cavaliers seem like they're in trouble. (laughs) Yet they're... But they they are going... They've got a 2-2 tie and two home games out of three. Like, uh, it's weird. Like, it feels like the Pacers could have won either game that uh, the Cavs won. But the key is they didn't. It was... Uh, yeah, the 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 Cavs started Jose Calderon because George Hill's back is hurt. Um, he played nineteen nineteen minutes for Jose Calderon. Um, <laughs> uh, Kyle Korver kind of killed them. He was like four of nine, and uh, Tristan Thompson even played a little bit when Kevin Love got fouls early. He still only played seven minutes. I couldn't believe Tristan Thompson was playing. Uh, Jeff Green I think is Tristan playing down Thompson, the stretch. I think Tristan Thompson is currently the least popular NBA player in the world. I think that might be true. Um, new father, <laughs> Tristan Thompson, as well. <laughs> I mean, his own his own fans were booing him nay a week ago. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, his playing time seems like it's gotten really cut this year, and then he's been hurt a lot, and then... Yeah, he's Larry Nance out. (laughs) And so, yeah, the Cavs still do not appear to be stopping anyone at the rim, but they're just playing, uh, you know, a traditionally classic LeBron playoffs lineup of LeBron and a bunch of old guys who shoot threes. Uh, right, and that again <laughs> it's very, is very uh, effective. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very two thousand four Miami fourteen Miami Heat. 
Yeah, and it's well, it's um, all, yeah. minus the other two good guys. <laughs> well, yeah, and then it's also like the 2015 Cavs when Kyrie got hurt, where it was just like, we're just gonna play like it's the 90s in the East, and instead of an ISO to a center, it's gonna be like a late in the shot clock pass to Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know they they. The, the thing the Cavs do with these lineups a lot of the time is uh, they don't turn the ball over very much. And it's kind of because no. they're running like a junkie that's, non-offense. That's why... Well, and it's Jose Calderon, actually. Right, and he just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the one thing Jose Calderon is good for, and he's always been good for this, yeah. is not turning the ball over... And shooting wide open three pointers, yeah, which is kind of what you want out of a LeBron James teammate. Uh, honestly, he, he never misses, free even throws. though he's forty five years yeah. old. And he he looks older than that, you know. Like he, yeah, he looks very old. He looks out of place. I would say, like he, if his his face really looks like like somebody snuck into the photo shoot and like donned a jersey. He's like he's he always seems like he's got like three days worth of beard growth exactly. You know, like like mm-hmm. his look his look is very much like I woke up five minutes before the game. Yeah. Um enough uh so let's talk about the Pacers real yeah. quick. Um, Lance, Lance Stevenson, once again, is mm-hmm. proving to be an insane person. Yes. Uh, that people find very entertaining. <laughs> I'm less into it. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> he's, he's really not that young. He's, he's 27 years old. Yeah. Now. Uh, he is constantly talking uh, trash to LeBron. He threw a woman down the stairs. Yes. Don't forget, he That's threw true. a woman down the stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that may be why I'm less charmed by Lance, but uh, yeah, like oh, he plays a, by but, his you he know. plays by his own rules, not even the rules of society and the penal code. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not that fun. Um, uh, it is. I I do have to say though, I don't. I'm not as into the antics, but I am into the bizarre self-confidence against LeBron. Like, he, you know, there are guys who yes. are like, I'm not afraid of anybody. He really isn't. He should be, but he isn't. Uh, he, I think right. he really thinks I, that, I, yeah, if they had to match up together all the time, he'd he'd take him. Yeah, which is insane. Uh, was there okay? Let's let's think about this really quickly. Uh-huh. Was there a person like this for Michael Jordan? I mean, it was like the entire Pistons team, kind of. Like maybe. Yeah, but but the timeline is off for that because oh, like, like a late the Pistons at the time were better than Michael Jordan, but like, like was Byron... there someone when it was like clear. I guess it's Byron. It's Byron Scott, right? Byron or, Russell, uh, Brian Allen. No, what? Brian Russell. Russell. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, it is Brian Russell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, because Reggie Miller is more of a legit rival in in that time, and then you know that 
Pacers right. team is weird. Starks is kind of like the, this, though. Starks is a little bit too. like that. Starks and is also kind of like that. I would that. say late in his career, it's almost like a Jalen Rose position, too. I think Jalen Rose is on, like, the 98 Pacers, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. So that's like the He same. and Travis Best were really good for that team, in fact. <laughs> Like, if they maybe played them a little bit more than Mark Jackson, things might have gone differently. <laughs> yeah, he was he was eighth on that team in minutes. Uh, Mark Jackson was second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hoy- Hoiberg, tenth, though. So, good job, Fred Hoiberg. Weird. The mayor. <laughs> um, all right. Uh Chris Mullen, so, by the way, shot 44% from three that year. Great job, Chris yeah, they Mullen. they should have taken a lot more. That's, um, yeah. Yep. Here's That's another thing. That team. We, we Mark should, Jackson, uh, by the way, about. 31% from three. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's another thing we should talk about. Yeah. Uh, is I felt like people were being pretty unfair to Victor Oladipo for Sunday's game. Oh, that he missed a lot uh, of shots. He... Yeah, he missed a lot of shots, and then everyone was like, oh, uh, Victor Oladipo's got to play better. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, he's played pretty well. And they, like, I just, like, kind of hate that. Like, Oh, the Apple when, <laughs> What, it's Victor Oladipo's fault they lost that game by four? <laughs> yeah, after he's uh, the single reason I mean, obviously he was doing something. Well, he, yeah. also, he also did have five assists and two blocks in that game. And he, he did have three yeah. turnovers, but that's, that's not too many. Three of eight from three. He just The thing that he, that he didn't get, though, in this game was he just didn't get fouled that much. And honestly, if he got right. like fouled on one or two more of those attempts, it would seem like a completely different game. But yeah, he was he was fine. Well, and also you have to imagine that some of those pacers are open because of what the defense is doing to Victor Oladipo. Well, would, you know what I mean? Who, who had, whose performance would you prefer? Victor Oladipo's seventeen points on twenty shots with five assists, or or Boyan Bogdanovich's ten points on thirteen shots with two assists. You know, I mean it's. I mean, Boyan, you can't expect Boyan to drop 30 every game. (laughs) I just, it's like, although I think you do, I mean, the the one thing that that people, even though it's kind of unfair, I mean, Victor Oladipo does actually have to be better for them to beat LeBron, though. He has to, like... Right. Yeah. He, he, He really does have to beat LeBron, so... Yeah, but there's, like, no reason that they should beat LeBron. <laughs> kind of wasted. You know what I mean? Well, they like, ca- I'm just saying, they kind of wasted a transcendent Thaddeus Young 12-16 and 16 game. Two blocks, two steals. Wow. Filling up the score sheet just like he does did on your fantasy <laughs> teams for year after year. That's the guy I'm really pulling for. Yeah, he... <laughs> um, all right, who you got in this series, Sean? Cavs. I mean, and I, how many games? Uh, I think they're going to get it done in six. I do, because I think they're going to win game. I'm five. taking Cavs in seven. I mean, 
I think Indiana gets one more game. That'd be great. I mean, I think if Miles Turner can kind of stay out of foul trouble too, uh, that would really help because he's been shooting and yeah. like he might be kind of a liability on defense against their team, but he's just so big. I would, I th- what I would actually recommend strategy wise is just um, he shaves his head. <laughs> yeah, I, really I would like feel much style. better about Miles Turner if he had a different haircut. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to say Cavs in seven. Okay. Uh, all right, our next series, Toronto, Washington, tied up 2-2. Mm-hmm. I watched that. Uh, did, has anything changed for you? <laughs> I mean, I watched the whole second half of that Raptors uh, Wizards game, and up until the very end of the game, I was just convinced that uh, Toronto was going to win the game. Like, it Me was, too. I didn't even. <laughs> it really looked like the Wizards not only would blow it, but like we're all like in the process of blowing the game. Yeah, like Brad Beal fouled out, and then uh-huh. also wouldn't leave the court. Uh, it seemed like a real loser move. Well, it seemed like a real Washington Wizards, like being contentious about the wrong thing, like just just a lot of a lot of head shaking moves by the Washington Wizards. But you know, it's pretty much tied the whole. Let's see, when yeah, it was tied at ninety with six minutes left. Stayed stayed close, stayed tied. Um, but yeah, Beal fouling out somehow launched the Wizards team into the stratosphere. Like, like it just lit a fire under Um, them, his petulant display. with Yeah, so five minutes left, it's tied. And then after he fouls out, the Raptors outscore them uh, 14-6. to to Here is the problem with the Raptors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been a Raptors defender uh, all year long. Even into last year, I thought they were going to be good. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be good in the playoffs. Um, the problem is, is they run their cool, fun offense mm-hmm. for uh, 45 minutes. Yes. And then in the last three minutes of the game, they revert back to their bullshit. A guy, either Lowry or DeRozan, dribbles a bunch uh-huh. and then drives into five guys and puts up the worst layup I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Over and over and over again. If I, you know, the thing that, okay, DeMar DeRozan, always kind of a low percentage two-point shooter. The thing that he makes up for it with is he gets fouled a lot and he, like, goes to the line, even in this game, 14 of 18 from the line. Pretty good. But he's just not but you going don't to get, get those that calls call. in That's the last five minutes yeah. of a game. And so, like, the thing he's – his greatest strength just gets you nothing in that situation. And what he reminds me of is – this is a weird analogy, but uh, f- former baseball pitcher Derek Lowe. Because Derek Lowe, um, when he was on the Red Sox, they kept trying to use him as a closer – and he would just blow a lot of saves because he was like he was a very good pitcher, but he just didn't have that particular skill set. And then they moved him to being a starter, and he was like, great. He had a, a great 10 years ahead of him. 
DeMar DeRozan is like an but innings But then he became eating. a good closer again. Well, <laughs> he's like an innings when, did, when was he a closer again? At the very end? Yeah. He closed playoff games for them. Oh, I, but that was like when <laughs> if you remember the right. team was exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying he uh, he, he did very, close a playoff game in 2003. He made a second motion to the Oakland right. A's that he one time. <laughs> Maybe Demar needs to make a second move, but no, he's a Demar DeRozan is like a top end innings eating starter, but he's not the guy that you want. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going to close the game for you. As Paul George will I mean, tell you, you got to get CJ Miles out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I really think. They need to close these games with CJ Miles in the game at the four, I think. <laughs> I also wonder And if... then play uh Abaca at the five. Yeah. Oh, I think that's I think that's correct. Yeah, because their closing lineup was like Lowry DeRozan, DeLon Wright, uh, and then it was like they were playing Abaca and Pirtle. Yeah. And it just feels like you're Who again, I like all these guys. But like, but it's just weird. I, it just doesn't feel like your ideal end of the game offensive lineup. No, I mean maybe the key is to play that G League guy again. Uh, he kind of almost blew Lorenzo game two. Brown. He almost blew game two though. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe it's just that Vin Fleet um, is not back. Like maybe that's the guy they would play. But really, like, don't stop I mean, running I think ISOs. That's the real problem. But like. Stop running ISOs to these guys who just aren't good at that at the end of games. Like, I think DeRozan <laughs> needs to maybe pass off a little earlier if something's not there. Um, yeah. Uh, but Lowry was doing it, too. Well, yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> um, not reliable at the end of games either. Maybe because he's short? I don't know. All right. But let's let's predict again. What do you yeah. got? What do you think is going to happen here? Uh, I'm still going to take Raptors in seven. I think the I think the Wizards like. I think the Raptors are going to get their shit together here. I think this was a Wizards last stand. I think the Raptors are going to win the next two games. The Wizards are very good in the playoffs at home, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, All right, weird... let's go to your next East yeah. series, which uh, John John Wall also seems over, good right? Jo- good job uh, answering the haters, John Wall. Twenty-seven and fourteen, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he joyless. This so depressed. Team. God, everybody. <laughs> also, uh, Mike Scott's just like dominating the series. That's weird. Yeah. Well, no, Mike Scott. I like Mike Scott. He's like a. Uh, uh, He's like most states, but he was also wrongfully accused. I love that. He was wrongfully accused of something. Oh, yeah, like, like of like a massive like drug thing. Holy shit! That's why he wasn't on a team last year. Yeah, um, yeah. he's stealing stealing Mahinmi's minutes. Good job, Mike Scott. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Can... All right, but let's move on. Yeah. Um, the Sixers Heat series, it seems over. It's been awesome, but it seems over, right? Man. I mean, they they've been like such that that game four was so good. Just going like shot for shot down the stretch, it was 
Um, you know what it you know what it really made me think of is there was a game earlier this year where it was like right when Wade had just come back to Miami and they were playing the Sixers. Then he hit the game winner? Well he hit the game winner, but before he hit the game winner, he like intentionally fouled Ben Simmons in a tie game with like ten seconds left in the backcourt. Mm-hmm. And it was like daring him. So and he split his free throws and then Wade hit the game winner. And I feel like like that that was just it it feels like this is just an amazing training series for the Sixers. Like they're they're being like it's a team that's getting really physical. It's like a veteran with his tricks. There's a game that goes down to the end and they have to make their free throws at the end. Like like it's it's like they're running like a training gauntlet. But uh Yeah, it's like whiplash. Yeah. And you know, honestly, uh Whiteside's doing a pretty good job on Embiid individually like don't you dare I'm don't just, you dare i'm just saying he's doing a good job don't defensively. you do this sean don't don't <laughs> but, it's hassan Whiteside. don't sean I'm don't just, do that i'm just saying the numbers don't lie but uh the difference is that now that uh Ilyasova is is like only has to play 20 minutes he's just such a beast uh but you know the Sixers shot terribly from three in Game Four, and they still won it. And like Embiid's going to be better, Whiteside's going to be worse. Yeah, they won on a Ben Simmons dunk. That was so tight that like that's what that well that was the thing that reminded me because it was like forty seconds left, and it was like I don't know are the are the are the Sixers going to be able to answer Dwayne Wade's hesitation jumpers, and then Ben Simmons just dunked on everybody, and yeah, that was really great. Uh, I think Dwayne Wade is not going to have a strong game five, and I think the Sixers will take it. I, I, yeah, I think Dwayne Wade has already given up. Dwayne Wade, in his post game comments last week, last game were was like really effusive about the Sixers, Mm -hmm. and that to me felt like waving a white flag a little bit. Yeah, I mean he he closed that game really strong. So, I mean, it was just like bucket after bucket. Uh, I mean, down the stretch, he... Um, all right, let's move to the West. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. Uh, so, we're done with the... We, we've, we've, we're, uh, we've washed our hands with the, uh, with the fucking Blazers. How, let's go Jazz Thunder. Jazz Thunder. Um, the Jazz are up. The Jazz won tonight. I didn't miss the game entirely. What do you like, think is going to happen next in the series? Uh, boy, so they're going to Oklahoma City. I mean, this is like... Uh-huh. What this reminds me of is in 2003, I think it was, um, the the... Spurs are playing the Lake, the three-time defending champion Lakers, and it was like 2-2, and the Spurs won a really close uh, game five, and then I think they won game six by like 35 points. And I just, I wonder right. if Oklahoma City, just because like, Melo seems depressed, Westbrook's like really psyched out. I'll tell oh, you one thing. What's that? That crowd is going to be 
tight. Yeah. So uh, I, that I, crowd is going to be like, you know, if you can hear them over the pumped out noise, the crowd <laughs> noise, uh, they're going to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, they, they are going to be walking a tightrope uh, because they're going to feel like if they lose that game, Paul George is leaving, even though right. he everyone already realizes he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Is there a chance that somebody emulates Nick Van Exel and says one, two, three Cancun in a thunder huddle? I don't think so. Uh, no, if think... it were someone, it would be mellow, <laughs> but uh, I think Mello's too smart to do that. Yeah. And look, Mello's trying to win. He just sucks now. It doesn't really feel like it's a lack of effort. Yeah. Well, except on defense, he's it, there's sometimes a lack of effort. It just seems like... It feels like a lack of effort on offense, too, though. Because he just takes, like, jumpers from far away. Like, he never... He, it's like he doesn't realize you can dribble anymore. He, like, thinks, like... Basketball is ultimate frisbee, where it's like you gotta uh, like yeah you can't move your feet. <laughs> like once you get the ball from where, no matter where you are, you have to shoot it from there. Yeah, and that's that's what happens when you play with Russell Westbrook for long enough. You forget that other people have legs. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, he's picking up that. So option, yeah, I right? think this series is over. What did the Thunder He's do? He's definitely picking up that option. I mean, unless unless someone wants to give him... No, he's not going to get that. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely picking up that option. <laughs> I just wonder, like, if he wants to go to Houston or if he wants to play with LeBron, like, at this point, I mean, look, he would be, like, the third best player on this Cavs team right now. But, uh, right? No, he'd be, like, fourth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Mello would be locking big minutes for the Cavs right now. But other than that, I, like, you know, if he was like, hey, Chris Paul, remember when we made that toast and said we were going to play together someday? And Chris Paul's just like, new phone. Who are you talking to? Uh, I mean, I could see him maybe doing the, uh, like, he could maybe play the role Joe Johnson's played for the, Rockets this you year, mean maybe. sitting on the bench the entire playoffs. He could do that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then, but, like, yeah, I think he'll playing like six games when a guy's injured. <laughs> I think he'll take his twenty-eight million dollars. Is what I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, but do you feel like this series is over? Um, I think Oklahoma City could actually win Game Five. Um, it. I mean, they seem like. They're a mess right now, but uh, it also kind of seems like they're doing some things that could be fixed. Like, like their defensive scheme was terrible today, so it's like you could just try to guard guys at the three point line more. And you know, Mitchell. I mean, was... I guess Russ probably isn't going to be in foul like that again. Yeah, and like right? it just feels like it was a weird amount of focus on Ricky Rubio for again, sometimes it <laughs> seems like the team just does stuff 
for Russell Westbrook's ego or at his direction that aren't really like great strategies. It doesn't seem like, but you know, if the, if the Thunder continue to shoot this terribly, right. I would just think like you've got to play somebody else. Uh, <laughs> like just don't play Mellow as much. Play Grant or something. But I mean, Mellow seems like he's holding them all over the court and. But Grant also seems like just like giving, uh, like it just seems like giving Rudy Gobert five more plays a game to swallow. Oh, up. Where he yeah, that he can just pretend <laughs> to be guarding that guy instead. But no, and also like him get he getting him getting the ball and like Gobert just making him like put up a terrible yeah. layup. So what if what if the Thunder <laughs> this year had just not traded for Melo? They'd, you know, they'd they'd have Cantor, uh, which, you know, whatever. Um, I actually think that would have been ultimately helpful during the season. I mean, he's bad on defense, but like as a reserve in the regular season, I feel like that's probably a pretty nice thing to have. You know, I mean, and I don't know if he'd be able to really do anything in this series either. But uh, they'd also have McDermott. He trolls and... Gobert pretty hard. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think you want a freedom um, fighter I, like Ennis Cantor. Like, like Ennis Cantor is not going to give up. Yeah, but I don't think Russ signs the deal if they don't make the mellow trade. Oh, did I he think sign Russ it continues holding them? Yes. God, that was like the impetus of him signing it. Is like they got me mellow and Paul George. Mm-hmm. Boy, the gift that never started giving Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this series is over. I, I don't. You think see the a Jazz are going to win Game Five too? I do. Um, yeah, I think it'll go back to Utah because look, Mitt Romney already has his tickets and he's billed them to the campaign. God, Mitt Romney gonna get a lot oh. of FaceTime now, right? If they advance. Here's a question. Does that mean Ted Cruz needs to Is start he gonna going keep to going to those games? games? Of course he's gonna steal <laughs> keep going to those games. He's running for Senate in Utah, so he doesn't have to no reason to go anywhere else except whatever weird Is he like, running against Danny Ainge's son? Uh I believe Danny Ainge's son. Is he was running defeated. against Tanner? Uh I don't I think Tanner lost his election for Jason Chaffetz's uh Chaffetz. Got it. You know that guy. The Benghazi guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But he lost that uh congressional election. I don't know who Mitt Romney's running against. Steve Young. It's Orrin Hatch's seat, right? Uh yes. Um, yeah, it's got to be. Um, all right, let's move on. Do you think on. the people in Utah uh, are going to be like, yeah, yell at Russell Westbrook. You got my vote now. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's just the ad. It's him <laughs> shaking his fist. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, right. he could not. Uh, let's talk about. Go ahead. Oh, uh, the uh, he didn't win the party nomination and actually uh, is tra- trailed 
in the vote. He's got a primary at the end of June, though. So he's gonna he'll win that primary. I think. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the Manu game. Oh yeah. Uh, Messina goes uh, to five hundred as a playoff coach. The greatest thing that happened is, look, I was obviously rooting for the Warriors to win. Mm -hmm. But once LaMarcus Aldridge hit that bank shot, I was like, oh, no, they're going to lose. And then this is the LaMarcus Aldridge game. And then a miracle occurred. And Manu Ginobili was absolutely dominant for the next three and a half minutes. And it's yeah. now the Manu game, not the Lamarcus game. So that yeah, Lamarcus Aldrich so hit okay with that. <laughs> uh, Lamarcus Aldrich hit three three pointers, and one of them was a turnaround banked in three over Draymond Green, which was just as trash as everything else yeah. surrounding Lamarcus Aldrich. Why do we hate him so? But we do. Um, yeah, the Warriors. Did not play well. They missed a lot of layups, and the Spurs made a lot of threes. So congratulations to the Spurs. They outplayed the Warriors, who uh, started the game kind of lazy and could not come back as a result of it, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, good job. Um, we, got, we got another playoff Manu. Almost nothing is better yeah, than playoff Yeah, it was Manu. great. Love Manu. Um, I expect the Warriors will win, though, tomorrow I think or so. tonight, it, it, listeners. It's possible they were tanking Game 4 in a secret plan to uh, increase their playoff revenues. Um, <laughs> light years ahead, baby. <laughs> light years ahead. They that, that extra Quinn Cook luxury tax money ain't going to pay for itself. <laughs> um, right, and then finally... I don't have anything else to say about the series, do you? About the Warriors series? No, it's a bummer. It's like I, I feel weirdly disinterested in my own favorite team's first-round series just because, like, I like the Spurs. I feel bad about the Spurs. It doesn't feel like the real teams are even playing, and it just feels like everybody's like... Yeah, it's fucking depressing. Yeah, the Spurs are pros, but everybody... It feels like everybody's looking ahead. I mean, it could be like Manu's last game, but I'm glad he had a. I'm glad. I don't know. I just I the whole series bumps me out. Uh, from Lamarcus doing well to Clay kind of struggling in game <laughs> four. Uh, weirdly, Looney becoming an offensive rebounding machine, even though he has a negative vertical leap. Um, that was weird. Rudy Gay playing really well in the playoffs, like wishing he had somehow made his way to the Spurs five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. All right, and finally, let's talk about it. I didn't see this game tonight, uh -huh. uh, but you texted me about it, and I'm still kind of confused about what happened. Uh, the Houston Rockets... Uh, had a 50-point quarter tonight? Yeah. So it was 50-49. to 49. Um, It was 50-49 to 49 at halftime. And then in the third quarter, um, I think they scored the first 15 points of the quarter after halftime. 
Isn't so right? crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I'm sorry. They only scored. Um, they only scored the first eleven points of the quarter, and then after oh, they had is a, that all? <laughs> that's all. And then they then when they had an eleven point lead. <laughs> Yeah, when they had an 11-point lead, then they scored uh, 12 points in a row. And it didn't get much better. It also felt like they were just running, like... I mean, Harden hit a bunch of threes, but they were just kind of running the same play. Like, like the... the sorry, not to get too analytical here, but uh, the, the Timberwolves just kept going under on screens, and then uh, mm-hmm. the Rockets would hit a three... And then, like, 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 Clint Capella would just go out and set a screen. The guy would go under. Uh, the Rockets would either hit a three or get fouled on the three. And then, like, <laughs> Harden would go to the basket. And it was, like, a weirdly kind of, like, slow-motion onslaught a little bit, too. Because it would, it would just be, like, mm-hmm. they'd take it up. 20 seconds pass with Chris Paul or Chris Harden kind of, like, dribbling and getting switches and then they would score every time but it would take like 20 seconds every time sean you just said sean you just said chris harden is oh, he the guy God. who's uh talking dead <laughs> he is the guy who was <laughs> talking dead he he has no beard at all <laughs> he has a zombie beard uh yeah anyway this is the second game in a row where derrick rose had a good half um, like, can we please stop this nonsense and just call this series two, please? Uh, I I definitely think that Derrick Rose is going to sign a contract with the Timberwolves next year if he wants it. Oh my God! Today he was seven of eleven shooting. His team lost by nineteen. He was a plus six. I mean, you it it's weird. He's the that only guy depressing. who showed up. Like, I hate that this is happening. Um, But, yeah, for this series, he's shooting 52%. He's averaging 15 points a game. Uh, He's barely turning the ball over. And he's even shooting 71% from three. That's right. Derrick Rose is five of seven on threes. I'm telling you, that is going, annoying. He's going to Minnesota next year, baby. He's keeping that Adidas contract alive, which they have to pay out as long as he's a oh professional my basketball God. player. <laughs> what if the Knicks sign him again? Oh my God! <laughs> player coach Derrick Rose. Um. All right. What do you think is going to happen here, Sean? Um, I I cannot imagine the Timberwolves winning uh, the sixth game in Houston. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, it just fi- it just felt like the Rockets figured out a play that would always work every time, and then ran it so many times that they had a fifty point quarter, and then like yeah, <laughs> and then they were way ahead because they won a single quarter by thirty points. I mean, uh, Joe Johnson <laughs> logged two minutes. Perfect from the field. One of one for seven-time All-Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson. Remember Tariq Black? He played in the game. 
Um, it's like there just wasn't that much to say about that game because it was super close, and then uh, yeah, Harden outscored the Timberwolves in the third quarter, twenty-two to twenty. They just looked bad. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> that is. Ugh. Towns did all get right. more shots than Derrick Rose, a... though. That's good. Yeah. That's our NBA playoff. Oh, we got a minute. Uh, we'll we, be back on third. We we do have to oh, weigh in on the. Did I forget uh, a series? The Celtics. You're just you blocked. Oh right, it. you blocked it. <laughs> I thought we talked about it. No. We were talking about the Celtics, weren't we? <laughs> At one point, I don't think we did. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, that series is tied two two. Uh. It does feel like. Uh, Milwaukee has finally took them four games, but it does feel like they finally figured out which of their ten guys to play at what times a little bit, right? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And it really just seems like they were mostly helped by uh, John Henson being hurt, so they yeah. they didn't play him at all, and then. Um... <laughs> And they should continue to do that, oh, to and, not play him. And Jabari Parker was awesome in Game 4, too. Like, he just seems like he may have turned the corner a little bit with some mobility. And, um, I don't know, he played 25 minutes. That's, like, way more than they Oh, and Thon Maker, like, emerged. And it might just be that those guys were back at home. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they played Thon Maker 31 minutes in that game. Uh, crazy. But Tyler Zeller is still the uh, starter. <laughs> Foul machine, Tyler, Tyler Zeller. Shit, dude. Look, in Boston, it's going it's to really throw them uh, off. When the, all those white fans see Tyler Zeller, they're going to be like, we're mm, pretty into our team. Baines isn't an American. Oh. So that, that might you, be... Here's a question. Do you think Eric... Do you think Eric Bledsoe has figured out who Terry Rogier is yet? Let's see. Uh, well, Eric Bledsoe put up nine points in the previous game. Terry Rozier, <laughs> Terry Rozier did miss eight three-pointers in the game, but he still outscored him with ten points. And uh, Eric Bledsoe was minus ten in the game. I think he knows Eric Bledsoe fucking sucks. <laughs> what a bummer. God, fuck it. Fuck Eric Bledsoe. Oh, and Jalen Brown um, was right, I think really the Celtics good in that are, too. Yeah, I think the Celtics are still going to win this series, uh, but I think it's going seven. Well, do you? You're <laughs> predicting that the Celtics win this one in seven. Do you want to see the Bucks advance to round two, or are they just like an old sick dog? And you're like, just just put them Oh, down. of course I want to see the Bucks advance. <laughs> they don't frustrate. I am anti-Celtics every step of the way. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, Dubaru and SF Jeff yeah. and Mike Malloy. And, well, I'm not sorry, Mike Malloy, but I'm sorry to those <laughs> other guys. Uh, and it's as fun as it is to see. But I just don't Ocean. want no more Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> Look, and, you know, this it's important to see this Celtics team together right now because depending on. If they have some setbacks and rehab, uh, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward could be sent away as early as as like mid June. So <laughs> watch out for that, Celtics fans. These are your future 
teammates unless, again, they suffer an injury, especially if it's one that can be hidden from uh, future trade partners. <laughs> from the player and their trade partners. The player partners. and the trade right. partner, yeah. Uh, Sean, what do you want to plug? Uh, Sacramento Punchline, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night this weekend with Shang Wang. Dope. Um... As for me, I don't have anything to plug right now. Um, Sean, talk for a second. I forgot to look up something. Oh, no problem. Um, I also am going to have some stuff on Yard Barker. Uh, There's going to be a a preview of the top ten player matchups for round two and also a postmortem on all the teams that are losing in the first round. Uh, I feel like I'll probably take it pretty easy on Evan Turner, just FYI. Um, but, you know, if you have any thoughts about <laughs> why your favorite team lost or is going to lose in the first round, uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Sean Keen. All right. S-E-A-N-K-E-N. And then, as always, you can follow me. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz where this week I didn't have to use an M night Shyamalan, Shyamalan tweet because Frankie is tweeting again. Yes. And he tweeted almost, almost home back to Phoenix from Wales. Got so much going on. Had to come back early. Can't wait to share dot, dot, dot. Oh my God. He's going to endorse Romney. That's what, Which that's what's happening. inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> inevitably we are never going to hear about any of that again. Never. Because never. that is how Frankie's <laughs> Frankie's tweets go. Anytime something positive happens, you never hear about it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next time we hear them, he trust will be the process. <laughs> uh, Shut it down. Let's go to intensive care and tweet because Frankie Muni is, is going to be it. My boy train these tripping on Main Street. Nothing held back like a terminal disease. Got G's, got wheels, got a right old fashioned team with no dreadlocks. Just a shot box. Tossing for an early open, make it by the shot clock. That's the way we play. Graduate from school of high knock. Jeremy Evans, number one with these hot hops. CJ, drive it up the court. And DRA, a photo off the board. And we be okay. Cause favors off the board is like young Will Chain. Now a hundred points scored in the game. Oh my gosh, watch Millsap Rain. Got the range of the guard down three-point land Has he got the hot hand? Is he even you, man? Now the stream has come down Let's hear it, Jazz fans We gonna win tonight Show the world we got that Utah pride We got that Utah pride We going hard tonight No one messes with our Utah pride We got that Utah pride Dribble off his socks and swing it out to Tinsy Cause Jamal is where the shots is Sweet, sweet moves and he's almost 35 But he acts like a young superstar On the rise, big L, fake out The defender can't tell when he shoots Cause he moves, yeah he moves so well Post up, hit bell, number 19 rail He's the king
killer of Kobe and the sealer of the deal. Haywood makes a break to the rim. The boy's too big, and that's coming from him. He raps like Skim, but he's better than him. Cause he's six foot eight, range threes like Jim. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 